Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. My favorite Talking head song, for sure. Who's doing the cover, Tommy? This is uh, Sure Sure. I love it. Talking Heads, very influential band in some of my favorite bands. I do like the Talking Heads, but they have been great influences on some of my favorites. So maybe we'll talk about a little bit of that here in the second hour. We have a whole bunch to get to, though. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana TV. If you want to stream the show, you can do that on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab. There you will find the stream. You can also watch us on YouTube. Please just type N-U-A-N-E-Z. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, fun first hour, Brooks Nuana swung by to talk Jocelyn Tinkle, Connor Wood, and NBA playoffs. We also talked about my uh, participation in the First annual Missoula Sports Card and Memorabilia Show down at the fairgrounds and gave you recaps of the All-Star Basketball Games in the Montana-Wyoming Midland Roundtable All-Star Classics from over the weekend. Montana took care of business on both the girls' and boys' sides for both games, uh, both in Wyoming and Montana, so good effort by them. If you want to find anything from that first hour, you can always check it out on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. 
You want to be involved in the show? 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. And right now, you want to go to the Paddleheads game? I got some tickets for tonight's game about two hours away. 7.05, first pitch, the last game of the homestand. They'll be on the road here this next week, and they're not going to be back in town until the 23rd. So you want to catch the Paddleheads, one of the hottest teams in all of baseball, period. Give me a call right now, 888-1029. I got a four-pack of tickets for you. We'll go caller number two. That's 888-1029. I got four tickets in Section 107E for you right here to tonight's Missoula Paddleheads game. You haven't been paying attention. Paddleheads are rolling, 17-3 and right now. They lost on a home run derby. That's what happens. No extra innings anymore in the Pioneer League. They go to a home run derby instead. The Paddleheads won in this fashion about a week or so ago, I guess over the last weekend. And then this weekend, they lost to Billings in that fashion. But they bounced back for a big win last night. Andrew Bash is a stud. He's, he's uh, If there was a Cy Young in the Pioneer League, he would be the front runner for that award. He's an awesome pitcher out of Cal Baptist. He went six full, struck out eight, only gave up three hits, no runs. And the Paddleheads won 4 to nothing last night. So their last of six games in a row gets the Millings Mustangs before they hit the road. So give me a call right now, one, uh, 406-888-1029. If you don't win the tickets, you can catch all the action right here on ESPN Missoula. 7.05, pregame will get started about a quarter till 7. Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, on the call tonight. And he will be on this show tomorrow, regardless of what happens, as part of our weekly segment with the Paddleheads talking all things baseball. So i got a four-pack of tickets for you. Keep on tuning in because I'm going to have tickets for you all the time, all summer long. But it is a hot ticket right now, so be sure to hit it. All right, Tommy. What do you got? Tell me your story. What do you mean, tell you my story? Do you have a story for me, or do you want to talk? Do you want me to do this track and field stuff first, and then you can get all uh, wound up and ready to roll? Dude, I've got weeks worth of stories to try to share with you. <laughs> okay. Well, I like this. Now you're on the TV, too. People can see what you look like. This there is There we amazing. go. It worked. It worked. I've never seen this work before. <laughs> the guys at SWX are scratching their heads. We've been on the air for a year and a half, two years, and we haven't had the monitor work until today. Oh, man. What but, a deal. Okay, so here's... Here's the deal, and this kind of dates the day, but this is what's been going on. A week, two weeks ago, I got, uh, well, like many other people, really sweaty because it got really hot out of nowhere. And so the problem was I wasn't prepared. I had the air conditioners shoved in the storage unit. I've got two of them, both of which were given to me, which is really nice. So I live in this hot box house, and I get the stupid air conditioner out of the storage, which, by the way, is clear out by Lolo. You try to go left coming out of any place on the road uh, going out to Lolo, forget about it. It's not going to happen. So it's like a two-hour project to get this you know, air conditioner set up. Well, anyway, what I didn't do was test it before I stuck it in the window, sealed it up, you know, measured out the little plexiglass thing, did the, uh, uh, you know, the weather strips, put it all together, turn it on, it blows hot. Now I'm really blowing hot. Every word you can imagine just coming out of me at the, at the volume level of 10. Rip it out. <laughs> the dog's like dying. I'm like, I've got to get this dog cooled off. So we go down to the dog park out there by my house. Yeah, another reason to not have a dog. Dude, you are a psycho with the dog thing, man. I just can't help myself. 
Anyway, cooled off the dog. I'm like, all right, I've got time. I'll go get my backup second air conditioner, which should have, you know, been put in the first place. It's, it's, it's a little bigger. Same thing happens. No air conditioning in the house. My lovely girlfriend calls me crying. My air conditioner is blowing really hot air, and I think I'm going to faint. I've got three busted air conditioners <laughs> during this heat wave. And so, if you'll recall, I was a little less than pleasant around the radio station for a few days. This had a direct effect uh, uh, on my mood, uh, needless to say. But now, coming into this heat wave... Oh, and the air conditioning was broken here! Remember that? <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, how could I forget? <laughs> we're walking around this place and everyone's going, it's so hot, it's so hot. The whole, I mean, all the studios were like 82 or 83 I guess that was the whole punchline was that uh, air conditioners broke in my house, in the cars, and then here also. Uh, but now they're all fixed, Coulter. And I'll tell you what, racking up the credit card to buy a good <laughs> high BTU air conditioner was the best thing I've ever spent money on. Yeah, for Anyone sure. Anyone out there, if you're walking around with one of those like $80 Walmart things, just do yourself a favor and throw it in the dumpster and go get one of these big ones. Man, should have done this a long time ago. I, I need to get on this train. I also need help putting my blinds back up. I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> I've now had three different occurrences where my blackout curtains have fallen down. I'm not very proficient with the power tools, <laughs> so putting them back up is not that uh, not that good. So uh, a little bit sketchy and... Uh, Sun rises pretty early this time of year in Missoula, Montana. So I, uh, I definitely need some help from both the heat as well as the light standpoint. It's, now, uh, it's not you know idea. that I teach a power tool proficiency class. You do at Big Sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of the technical theater program. We learn how to you know put a drill bit on without dying or losing a finger. How to properly wear uh, you know eye protection when using a saw of any type, perhaps. Okay. Maybe just come take my class, man. Maybe I should, or maybe that would then result in you no longer having a job and me no longer having fingers. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of cooling off, I had uh, an underrated, glorious experience today. It had been a full probably 16 months since I got the full treatment down at Compass Barbershop. Got the haircut, got the beard trim, all of the above. They've not been doing the beard trims for obvious reasons, uh, but it was good to go see Zach and everybody down at Compass and get cleaned up a little bit but man you forget how relaxing those shaves are man i was i was feeling real good so shout out to the guys down at compass barbershop and uh you want to book yourself an appointment at compass let's go to compassbarber.com they're busy so you're going to want to book online they're probably going to be about a week out so plan ahead you're not going to be able to just walk in there and get an appointment you're not going to be able to just go off the street it's they're, they're excuse me they're just too busy so um go check out compass barbershop aside from the fact that we're like advertising for these guys yeah like well, Zach and Smalls on the are the coolest people oh, maybe in this whole in this whole city. Yeah, they're great. They're they're super yeah. awesome. I mean, they do advertise on the show. So well, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that as like a hollow advertising oh, I piece. See, I like, see. like those guys are really cool. Um, and I go there often myself. It's it's a great place. Go check out Compass Barbershop today. Okay, time to talk about some of the national caliber athletes from in and around the state of Montana. You're listening to Nuanez now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Or maybe you're watching in on statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I'm Coulter Nuanas, Tommy, the producer man, sitting in the back, and taking you home here on your Monday. 
Duncan Hamilton, I've been pumping this kid up because you need to know about him. He is a phenomenal athlete. He is one of the best athletes in the state of Montana, period. He's a sophomore at Montana State out of Bozeman High School. He competed in the NCAA men's 3,000-meter steeplechase final on Friday night. And uh, for about the first, all but, I guess I guess until the last 20 seconds of this race, he was not in it. He, he was he was struggling. He was in last, dead last place. And it was looking like it was going to be a heartbreaking ending to what has been an outstanding sophomore year for Duncan Hamilton. It also included multiple Big Sky Conference championships and a podium finish at the NCAA West Regional as well. But he stuck to his plan, and he was able to out-sprint a whole bunch of guys all the way down the stretch. And he comes in with a time of 8 minutes, 31.55 seconds. That tops his previous school record that he set in the finals and also qualifies him for the United States Olympic Trials. And so the Hamilton native, excuse me, the Bozeman native, Duncan Hamilton is his name, a fifth-place finish in the men's 3K steeplechase. You know what that means? First-team All-American honors. Only the fourth Bobcat in history to earn first-team All-American honors during the outdoor season. Duncan Hamilton, this sound courtesy of Andrew Pearson. Andrew, great job this week. If by, by chance you're listening, thank you so much for all of your help with everything. Andrew was there on site in Eugene, so he did a little interview with Duncan and provided that sound to us. So here's Duncan Hamilton, Montana State sophomore here on Nuanas Now. Yeah, so the plan was to kind of stick with the front pack um, for as much of the race as I can and then really cut down those last couple laps. And I was there for like the first two or three laps and then people just started passing and there was not like anywhere I could go. And before I knew it, I kind of got spit out at the back, um, which was really not what I wanted. And I tried to tried to make a move and and bridge my way back up to the front once and it was just expending a little bit more energy than I would like to for not a whole lot of time and so I kind of settled in again and then last 800 started to string out a little bit more so I was like all right it's now or never to make my move and so I like really got in focus, like sped up, passed a bunch of people and coming around that last last water barrier, I was in fifth and fourth was was in range and third place fell on the last barrier and gave it everything I could to get on the podium but ended up fifth, which I'm super happy with. I mean for to end up fifth in my first NCAA outdoor meet is just amazing. I'm so happy. You're basically gonna answer everything Yeah, I mean it's it's perfect. I know, like, I was able to execute my strategy with the exception of some positioning, which is uh, honestly to be expected in uh, one of my first NCAA meets. So just know, knowing that my fitness and my technique and my speed is all there, and it's all just experience with positioning at national meets that needs to be worked on, and I can keep learning that, and I've, this meet will definitely help for trials. Right. I mean, yeah, it's amazing to be be where I am as a 20-year-old, and I've got huge dreams um, and just can't wait to accomplish them uh, at Montana State. Huge dreams is right. This kid, it's not, I mean, if you're a track and field athlete, everybody could say they aspire to be an Olympian. That's a, that's a great dream. This kid actually has it in his sights. He's not quite there. But he's in the mix. I mean, he, he ran an Olympic qualifying trial, uh, Olympic trials time. So he, he we'll see when the fields get selected. It's, it's going to all come down to 
some of the international people, how many people do they bring to the Olympic trials, but he's in the mix for a United States Olympic spot at least uh, if he does get picked coming out of the NCAA track and field outdoor championship. So that is uh, very impressive from the sophomore from Bozeman, Montana, Duncan Hamilton. The other cool fold of this story, and by the way, it's Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana. Lyle Weiss, who's the director of track and field at Montana State, was once upon a time an outstanding runner at Montana State. The last guy to make it to nationals in the two, in the 3,000-meter steeplechase was Lyle Weiss 18 years ago. So I can't think of anybody better to be mentoring Duncan Hamilton than a guy who's already lived this. He's already walked in his shoes. He's about 90 seconds from Lyle Weiss on the potential of Hamilton moving forward. Yeah, it was really interesting how the race went. The first, um, just the start of the race was pretty quick, and then it really settled in, and it was a lot slower, which, uh, you know, everyone was still in the race. The, packs were, the pack was just super close. Um, not much room. So, yeah, a lot of that is just kind of depends on the flow of the race. And right when the race started to really go, that's when Duncan was kind of towards the back. And so we put him in a tough position. But he did a great job of fighting through that and then really moved like crazy that last 400. And especially his last 200, he probably had the fastest last 200 of, the, of anybody in the entire race. So it was just uh, amazing how he finished. Duncan said. Yeah, it was it was a it was a great race um just a such an interesting race so much going on during it uh something that uh duncan can take so much from he can take a lot of pride from how he ran in the race um how well he finished the race um so yeah it's just a a really great race yeah that that is uh definitely the exciting part he is still you know this is his second outdoor season uh, and to come to the NCAA championships place fifth be right in it um, be battling there with the best in the NCAA that is super exciting a testament to how hard he has worked um, throughout his entire life but especially this last year that's been um, more challenging and more independent than usual Lyle Weiss head track and field coach at Montana State recapping one of his top pupils Duncan Hamilton a first team All-American in the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. Very cool for the native of Bozeman, Montana. Duncan Hamilton was not the only Montana State Bobcat competing in Eugene, Oregon in the NCAA Outdoor National Track and Field Championships over the weekend. And also the not, not, not yeah, excuse me, not the only Bozeman native either, Lucy Corbett, a senior from Montana State who is also a Bozeman high product, competed in the women's high jump. She did not get her personal best, which was a little bit over six feet, but she did jump 5'11 and a half, that was good enough for 11th place, and that earns her second-team All-American honor. So an outstanding finale to her career from the Bozeman native. Here's what Lucy Corbett had to say following earning second-team All-American honors. I'm actually getting started. So I just did everything as I would normally do it. I did my warm-up laps, um, did some dynamic warm-up stuff, and then I went and checked in, and they took us out there. and. Took some attempts at the bar, just normal warm-up. Well, from what I saw, it seemed like you only did, like, one jump, and you, like, cleared it, and you were like, yeah. I'm good. Like, is that normal for you, or what's that conversation yeah. like I'll nor- after you get yeah. done with it? I'll normally take one jump at the bar for warm-up. If it's good, we'll call it good. That way I don't tire myself out, but if it's not good, I'll usually take another one. And then, obviously, in this competition, it was a lot different than your Big Sky Conference Championship and your regional, where you kind of had to battle through it a little bit and kind of get through some different heights. What was it like or what did you notice during that competition that might have been a little different for you? 
definitely a lot more nerves for sure. It's bigger meat. Um, other than that, nothing much. Just I think it was the nerves that got me. I just. Um. Obviously, I mean, you did clear three heights, though, and you ended up getting into a tie, tie for 11th finish, second team All-American. Just what was it like when you cleared that last one that you actually did clear? Was it like, all right, I hit a jump that I feel like I beat a good amount of girls in? What was that like feeling like? What was kind of going through your mind when you were doing that jump overall? I was very, very happy that I made that jump. I was hoping for six feet and a half inch, but I'm happy with that jump. It's close enough to my PR where I'm glad I got to take attempts at a higher bar. And then just for you, I mean, this is your first NCAA outdoor experience. Obviously, it's weird being in the high jump and you're waiting for all these girls to compete. And you had to wait four days mm -hmm. to be able to get here. What's it like for you to just be able to have finally been able to participate at the NCAA championships for the first time? It's been awesome to be here. And it was just fun to watch those girls make those super high heights. It's just really fun to be able to compete at this level. Very fun indeed. Congratulations to both of those Montana Bred athletes, both Bozeman High natives, both Montana State Bobcats. Duncan Hamilton, a sophomore, and Lucy Corbett, a senior. They are both outstanding representatives of the great state of Montana as well as the Montana State Bobcat track and field team. One other note from the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships at Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. Christina Aragon added another first-team All-American honor to her resume with her eighth-place finish in the women's 1,500 meters. Aragon, who's a Billings senior graduate, ran the race in 4 minutes and 12.63 seconds in her third NCAA Outdoor Final. She runs at Stanford. It was also the seventh, that's right, seventh All-American Award of Christina Aragon's career. So the Aragon sisters have been among the most decorated athletes in Montana history and uh, a great wrap-up to Stanford senior Christina Aragon's career, her seventh All-American Award during her collegiate time with the Cardinal. Nuana is now 102.90 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Catherine Burkoff, she's been on this show before. She continues to make waves, literally. She's a Missoula Hellgate grad and a former Missoula Aquatic Club member. She finished for a tie in second place in the women's 100-meter backstroke prelims Monday morning at the United States Olympic Trials. Her time... 58.88 seconds. That is the fastest time Catherine Burkhoff has ever swam the 100-meter backstroke in and the 10th fastest time in the world this year. She is at NC State currently, but she might be going to the Olympics if she keeps swimming like that. Burkhoff qualified for the semifinals in the 100-meter backstroke. That will be held tonight, about 6.30 Mountain Time. If she finishes in the top eight, she will qualify for tomorrow's final that's where the top two spots are awarded uh, a spot on the Olympic team. So Catherine Burkhoff remains in the mix as an Olympic hopeful. The 10th fastest time in the world over the weekend. We're going to get to Tanner Huff, the newest Grizz football player, here in just a minute. Uh, he'll join us about 5.30, so we'll look forward to that. He's a Butte, Montana product. And uh, will be a part of this incoming class, but it's an interesting story. He went and uh, got it done at the Class AA State Track and Field Championships, sweeping the 100 and 200 meters, and uh, that helped earn him a spot on the Montana Grizzlies football roster. So impressive by him and uh, a great opportunity for Tanner Huff. So that'll be coming here about 5.30. But one more note, we were doing the greatest athletes on the planet the other day with Rajim Seabrook when he was in studio. And one guy... We sort of skimmed over but didn't recognize 
with as much gusto as maybe I think we should have is Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic over the weekend, he captured the French Open title. It was impactful for two reasons. One, he defeated Rafael Nadal in the semifinals of that tournament. Rafael Nadal was 26-0 and before this year's tournament in the French Open in the semifinals or later. 26-0 and and including a, the four-time reigning and 13-time overall French Open champion. Rafael Nadal has dominated Roland Garros as much as any other athlete. He, he has dominated that single tournament more than any other individual athlete has dominated any other major tournament, literally. More than Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods dominated the Masters, Rafael Nadal and the French Open are synonymous. He is the virtuoso tennis player on clay, and he's been literally unbeatable at the French Open until this year. Djokovic knocked out Nadal in the semifinals. And in the finals, he was able to get it done as well. And now, Novak Djokovic, 19 major titles, Grand Slam titles, that is, which is just one behind Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer, who are both tied for the most ever with 20 each. I think it's one of the most fascinating rises ever because usually when you have guys that are transcendent and all-time talents like Novak Djokovic, they're chasing somebody. They're chasing this greatness, this record that's out there in front of them. How does Tiger Woods catch Jack Nicklaus? How does Kobe Bryant catch Michael Jordan? They're not part of the same generation. Well, Nadal and Federer both broke in at the same time and they were sort of rivals and dueling for the greatest ever. Well, Roger Federer then became that guy and then Nadal has continued to win the French Open so he's continued to pile up championships and I think I still think people consider him just maybe a slight notch below Federer overall. But in the meantime, Djokovic is just uh, a few years younger but he was always sort of way behind these guys, although he was almost part of their generation, but not quite. He's like half of a generation behind them. Well, now he has an opportunity to overtake these guys while they're still contemporary players. I think that in itself would be a pretty unique storyline when it comes to golf. This would be like, uh, if I guess, who was Tiger Woods' main rival? This would be like if Davis, uh, excuse me, David Duvall or somebody like that. That was only a minute in time, but... Um, if somebody was to rise up in the midst of Tiger's prime and then eventually continue to chip away and overtake them, that's what this would be like. And so I do think that Djokovic certainly deserves credit as one of the great athletes in the world. And he's certainly one of the most dominant tennis players in the history of men's tennis. So an outstanding victory by him to add his 19th Grand Slam title, just one behind Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. The last time there was a standout walk-on from Butte, he ended up becoming one of the all-time greatest Grizzlies of all time. I'm not trying to put that pressure on Tanner Huff, but it will be interesting to hear his side of the story. Huff, the reigning Class AA champion in both the 100 and 200 meters. He also ran legs on Butte's podium, placing short and long relay teams at the Class AA state championships, uh, state track and field championships, that is, and that helped earn him a spot with the Montana Grizzly football team. We'll get the inside scoop here on Nuanas Now from the latest Grizz football recruit. Keep it right here. It's 102.9 ESPN Missoula, or maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. You've been waiting far too long to get back on the links. I mean, summer's here, so I think you should head on out to Canyon River Golf Club. Canyon River boasts a pristine 18-hole championship golf course set along the Clark Fork River in the beautiful mountain valley of East Missoula. The challenging course is meticulously manicured and in perfect shape. Now, Canyon River also has golf carts with the shark experience. That's right, giving you laser-sharp GPS. It's the most beautiful time of the year in Montana. So get out and play at Canyon River Golf Club. Troy McElmurray knows what you can achieve through hard work as an athlete from a small town in Montana. The Troy native rose up to become an All-American safety for the Grizzlies on UM's 95 National Championship team before spending time playing in the NFL. McElmurray has also used those values in his work at McElmurray Homes. Since 2003, McElmurray Homes has helped contract and subcontract some of the Garden City's finest houses. McElmurray Homes is committed to offering quality custom service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. And McElmurray Homes is also a proud supporter of high school athletes around the state of Montana. The world of real estate is always evolving. That's more true now than ever. If you are a longtime Missoulian that is looking to upgrade or downsize, it might be the best time yet to sell. If you're in the position to buy something new, today might be the best time to buy. And no matter what questions you have when it comes to residential or commercial real estate, Mike Nugent and the professionals at Berkshire Hathaway in Missoula have your answers. To find out what Mike can do for you, give him a call today, 531-1802. And remember, every question is good to ask. Father's Day, treat Dad like a king with the Montana Club's Hungry Dad Specials. Kick things off with hand-battered fried chicken or feast on our bacon blue New York or boneless beef short rib. And Dad deserves to cap things off with the Club's Break Espresso Lemon Blueberry Cheesecake. We'll even treat Dad like royalty with a free beer on Father's Day. Full menu at MontanaClub.com. Dinner special served Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Montana Club on Brooks and North Reserve, Missoula. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Missoula Paddleheads bounced back from a knockout loss to stay red hot this summer. Paddleheads suffered just their third loss of the summer on Saturday night in Missoula as the home team lost to the Billings Mustangs during a home run derby that the Pioneer League has replaced extra innings with this season. Sunday, the Paddleheads posted a 4-0 win over the Mustangs to move to 17-3 this season. Andrew Bash pitched six shutout innings, allowing just three hits and striking out eight, while Nick Gatewood hit a two-run home run to spark the Paddleheads' offense. Missoula finishes its six-game set against the Mustangs tonight in the Garden City. The Montana boys all-star basketball team continued their annual domination of their counterparts from Wyoming, rolling to a 110-72 win to earn a sweep of the weekend series. The first game of the all-star classic was played in Sheridan and the second game at Lockwood High outside of Billings. Montana has now won 18 in a row in the Midland Roundtable series, dating back to 2012, and increased its stranglehold on the all-time count to 63-27. And finally, at the NCAA National Track and Field Outdoor Championship, Montana State's Duncan Hamilton and Lucy Corbett each earned All-American honors. Hamilton, a sophomore, gutted his way to a fifth-place finish and first-team All-American honors in the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. Corbett high-jumped just shy of six feet to take 11th place and earn second-team All-American honors. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is presented by Selway Armory. 
What's up, Montana? Happy Monday. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. I know the days fly by this time of year, but don't forget, we're almost to the longest day of the year already, just a week away, the summer solstice. One week from today, so keep on enjoying all the sunshine because the days are only going to be getting shorter in no time. Hope everybody out there had an outstanding time over the weekend, and thanks so much for chilling with us on a Monday. It's Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Got Tommy Evans playing the sweet tracks in the back. Thanks so much for helping out with the show. As always, Tommy, it's great to have you back in the fold. Congratulations to Jerry. He's our Paddleheads ticket winner. Got a four-pack of tickets to the Missoula Paddleheads game tonight against the Billings Mustangs. If you uh, want to go to the game. I'm sure there's some tickets available at the gate. Should be a beautiful night. Last of a six-game set against the Mustangs. They played three in the Magic City. Now they've been back in Missoula for three. Paddleheads off to a 17-3 and start. Missoula's Independent League baseball team has been red hot. They've been awesome so far this summer. And uh, we will have tickets for you here on Nuanez Now all the time. So keep it right here. And if you don't have an opportunity to go to the game or you just want to listen on the radio because baseball is absolutely the greatest sport on the radio, we are the affiliate of the Missoula Paddleheads as well. We'll have every single game home and away. Jeff Safford on the call. Pre-game starts about quarter till 7, maybe 6.50. And first pitch scheduled for 7.05 at Allegiant Field, Ogren Park. So keep it right here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula right after Nuanas now is finished. Happy now to go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And welcome in the latest commitment to the University of Montana football team and a guy from Butte, America, which always makes me happy. It's Tanner Huff. Tanner, thanks so much for being with us, man. I know you had a busy day. You're working a job, which I always think is a great thing to prepare yourself for the college level. But thanks so much for making some time. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Tell us what you're up to. What, uh, what, where are you working at right now? Uh, I work at Mile High Beverage in Butte, which is Coke. And I just work in the warehouse and get orders ready for gas stations and stores around uh, Montana, down in the Butte area. So you're not scared of working hard. you got to love it. Well, let's talk about the most recent nope. accomplishment for you, which is an awesome one. Class AA <laughs> Track and Field Championships, you had yourself a weekend, man. Winning the 100 meters and the 200 meters, also running legs on the 4x100-meter and 4x400-meter relays. And uh, that in itself probably set the table for uh, the main reason you're appearing on this show. But let's talk about track and field first. What did you think of your performance at the meet? What did you do to get yourself mentally ready? Because a lot of times, uh, this is why I love track and field. you got to perform your best when your best is needed. And there is a lot of nerves that when you're sitting in the blocks for the 100 or 200 meters. But you went and got it done with a couple outstanding times. Got yourself a couple gold medals as well as those gold medals from the relay teams as well. So just tell us about your mentality going into the Class AA State Championships uh, a couple weeks ago here in Missoula. Uh, my mentality in the state was just uh, to stay focused and run my race and not let the outside talk and everything get inside my head and try and stay true to the training and what I did and believe in it, and it worked out just fine. Take us through that training. What sort of stuff you, did you do uh, to, to prepare? Because, I mean, 11.06 in the 100 meters and 22.40 in the 200, those are both outstanding times. And it looked like you were flirting with breaking 11 seconds all year long and you were able to do it at the Western Divisionals. So what, what did you do sort of training-wise to uh, get yourself prepared to run such great times? Uh, I made sure that I was just staying consistent with workouts Monday through Friday, lifting and then like going to practice not taking any breaks 
doing everything to the full, not allowing myself to hold up or hold off on anything. Tanner Huff joining us. He's a Butte, Montana guy and an incoming Montana Grizz football recruit. So let's talk about that element. It seems like uh, this performance sort of went hand-in-hand with you getting an opportunity with the Montana football team. Is that how it worked? Just tell us how your recruiting process played out with the Grizzlies. Uh, I was kind of talking to Coach Sachs just a bit through football and then kind of veered off and towards designing and everything and getting offered. And then I knew that how fast I was and that look at me again through track and worked out just perfect and had to stay true to myself and believe in myself. And that's what happened. You were initially signed with Montana Western. It's interesting because at the Frontier Conference level, those letters of intent uh, aren't as binding as they are at the Division One level, so it gives you a little bit of flexibility. But what was your first reaction when you first got an opportunity to play for the Grizzlies? Is, is this a team that you've grown up being a fan of? Yes, this was. Uh, I was always a huge fan of Cole Anderson, and growing up, I was a Grizz fan, and he was my idol, and I couldn't pass up on the opportunity to play at the Division One level and uh, capture a dream of mine. Well, we love Colt around here. Colt's one of my good buddies in college and uh, definitely a friend of this show as well, and he's been awesome to us here at Nuana as now. Uh, but you can't help but love the parallels of the story, right? A guy from Butte in Colt that walked on to Montana, went on to have a great career. You yourself now, does that give you some confidence in sort of the reputation you can carve out if you work hard? Uh, yes, it does give me some confidence and shows that hard work pays off, but I just need to keep on working hard and stay consistent, and hopefully everything will just work out. What else did you like about the Montana football program? Tanner Huff, by the way, joining us. He's from Butte, Montana, and uh, he recently verbally committed to the University of Montana. will join the Grizzlies in the fall as part of their most recent recruiting class. But what sort of things do you like about the Grizz program right now ever since the return of Bobby Howe? You mentioned Coach Sachs. What are sort of uh, the main selling points for you that you like about Montana football? Uh, I just like everything about it. The loud Washington Grizzly Stadium kind of hits home with Naranchi, how loud it gets, and just wanted the atmosphere is just great down there. Love the town. Uh, Bobby Houck has a great program, and I always wanted to be part of it. And it's just amazing. Tell us about your time at Butte High. I know Ari Gray has done a great job with that program. He's gotten guys college ready here uh, the last several years, and they, there's always been some good guys coming out of Butte, especially since Coach Gray took over. But how do you think, from your personal experience, playing for the Bulldogs helped prepare you now to make the jump to the Big Sky Conference? Uh, nothing can be uh, competing for Butte High and all my friends and Coach Gray. It was just the best experience of my life, and he got us ready, made sure that we never – quit on anything and was always uh, what do I want to say uh, he just like believed in us and like pushed us every day and I pushed myself hard and with having Tommy and the Marinos and just everyone around me and it would be great and push myself to new limits and it's just a great program to be in and one that I'd suggest to anyone that wants to go to Butte High it's a brotherhood, tight-knit group. And that sounds like Butte itself, right? Butte is a tight-knit town, and there's there's a lot of uh, support for the local athletes there. So what's the reaction been around the Mining City since this news sort of came out? 
Uh, everyone's just saying congratulations and uh, cheering me on and saying how great of a high school career I had, but I don't believe I've proved myself yet. So I just want to get better and do better things, but they're so supportive and nothing can top it. Tanner Huff joining us, the most recent verbal commitment to the University of Montana football program. What is uh, the coaching staff seeing for you as far as the position goes, or do you know yet? Uh, I They asked me where I'd like to play, and I said anywhere to get me on the field, and it sounds like Coach Howell wants me to play receiver, and I'll be fine with that and just going to try and prove myself and prove that I can play at the level. Have you done much uh, in terms of studying what the Grizz run offensively, and if so, what do you think? Uh, I haven't really done much off it. You know that they're a uh, 50-50 team that can run the ball hard. And you can uh, destroy other teams through the pass game. Just all-around dominant team, I believe. No question. Well, we'll get you out of here on this because I know that you're probably going to have a short turnaround, right? So when are you going to report to Missoula for summer workouts? Uh, I'm going to report down in August on moving day and I think that's August 7th. I need to check for sure. Well, be, well, you'll be ready for fall camp to be sure. The last thing for you then, when you first made your commitment and you announced it on Twitter and all that, what was that moment like for you and your family? Because it must have been very exciting for you to know what your future holds. But it was very exciting. Dream come true. And I've never felt that way before. like excited. And uh, my family was very excited for me. When I didn't, but it's just been a great thing. Well, Tanner, we appreciate the time today, man, and best of luck with your summer, and we'll look forward to meeting you when you get to Missoula. But in the meantime, be well, and thanks so much for spending some time here with us. Thank you for having me on the show. It means a lot. Tanner Huff, Butte High, future Montana Grizzly. Got to love the story. That's why I love covering sports in the state of Montana, especially college football, because these stories – They don't happen a lot of other places. So congratulations to Tanner and his family for his opportunity to be a part of the Grizz football team come the fall. And that's how you do it. You go out and perform your best in your last high school sporting event. In this case, the Class AA State Track and Field Championships in Missoula a couple weeks ago. Take home some gold medals, turn some heads, get some uh, recruiting interest, and then all of a sudden you get a chance to play Division I football. Pretty cool, uh, pretty awesome story for Tanner Huff. Got a couple thoughts about all the personnel moves across the NFL Plus a few more insights on the NBA as well. All things sports each and every weekday, including right now, right here on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Back after this. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. 
Hey, it's Colter Nuanas from Nuanas. Now I'm here with Brent Wahlberg of the Wahlberg team at Windermere Real Estate. And Brent, you guys have been the official realtors of Grizz Athletics for quite some time. What most do you like about supporting the Grizz in Missoula? Born and raised here in Missoula. I grew up two blocks off campus. A lot of us Montana kids were growing up on weekends in the fall. You're out in the woods hunting. I was sitting in Dorm Blazer and then Washington Grizzly Stadium watching the Grizz. I grew up with Grizz in my blood. It's just a wonderful part of our community and happy to be a part of it. Give the Wahlberg team a call today, 529-4663. What do Missoulians do best? They support their local stores. Come support your local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug. Palmer's Drug is a retail and compounding pharmacy that is the alternative to big box chain pharmacies. You can expect short wait times, free medication shipping, and friendly service at Palmer's Drug. Located at 918 Southwest Higgins in Missoula, Palmer's Drug is the most convenient way to get your prescriptions in the Garden City. Come in and discover how they can serve your pharmacy needs. Are you ready to step up your hair game but just not sure where to go? Compass Barbershop is for you. A retro barbershop and salon for men and women. From precision cuts and shaves to facial waxing, Compass Barbershop has it all, including convenient online booking. You can schedule your appointment at compassbarber.com or just stop by any day of the week. You can also find Compass Barbershop on Instagram and Facebook. Find your way to Compass Barbershop. Open for business seven days a week on the hip strip at the corner of Modern and Retro. Coulter Nuanas from ESPN Missoula. And those that have been watching Tutel Nuanas on TV, you probably noticed that for a while I was missing one of my bottom teeth. A baseball, a busted row of teeth, it's a long story. But if you've tuned in lately, you notice that my tooth is fixed. I owe my new smile to Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates. Dr. Morris is the most trusted oral surgeon in Montana and has extensive experience in all forms of oral surgery. And if you look at my smile, if you never knew, you'd never know I was once missing a tooth. For all your oral surgical needs, call Dr. Morris at Oral Surgical Surgical Associates today. Well, back to uh, uh, normal, I guess. Well, I don't know about that, but I do know that at Selway Armory, the team of firearms experts continue to take great pride in offering the best customer service, the best prices, and the best selection of guns in Montana. Yep, things really do stay the same at Selway Armory. If you're frustrated and can't find the gun or certain ammo you'd like, well, swing by Selway, or you can visit them online at selwayarmory.com. They've got the most extensive inventory you'll find anywhere in Montana or the surrounding region. 2820. Stockyard Road, Unit E6 in Missoula. The mortgage lenders at Farmer State Bank remind you that because of market conditions, your home could be worth more than ever. Take advantage of the added equity in your home to take on that home remodel or repair project at today's low interest rates. Want to explore your options? Visit FarmersEbank.com to learn more. Then start the application process online for a locally approved home equity loan. Farmer State Bank, an equal housing lender and member FDIC. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. I'm 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 looking over your shoulder at this at this laptop screen. Yeah. Baby Shark's Big Show. This is the top of ESPN. What are you watching this cartoons is, for this in This is there? the top of the ESPN.com. Did you know my computer only accesses four websites? <laughs> ESPN.com, Gmail, 
SkylineSportsMT.com, 406MTSports.com. I also sometimes frequent Athletic.net because that's where you can find all the track times. Oh, and of course, Twitter and the NCAA Transfer Portal. That's it. That's it. Wow. That's all. I go to MySpace. I am so confused by the Baby Shark thing. I don't understand any of it. I'm how out of the loop. How did this become a trend? Because I don't know how this happened. People are acting like this is new, right? This song? This is sort of like a new... The Baby Shark song? Yeah. Had you ever heard it until last year? Uh, I haven't heard it at all. Okay. Do you know about this? I know that people sing it all the time. Do, 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 right. do, 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 and I, and, and I don't even know the song. Okay, so somehow this has become... By the way, welcome back to Nuanas Now, 102 oh, yeah. ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, Tommy Evans in the back, I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're talking all things children's music. It's a free-form program. Yeah, that's right. That's we, we, we try to market ourselves as your favorite daily sports talk show, but really it's just your favorite talk show about everything. <laughs> so this has become sort of prevalent, and they do it at sports games. Um, with the Everybody's doing their hands, and they're doing the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrifically annoying. <laughs> but the reason this is so confusing to me is we were singing this song around the campfire in 5th, 6th, and 7th grade at the Trinity Lutheran basketball-slash-Bible camp up at Flathead Lake. I thought it was um, excruciatingly annoying <laughs> when I was between 10 and 13 years old, and I w was hoping I would never hear it again, but I thought it was just like this niche church basketball camp thing. Right. And then it becomes this breakout thing 20-plus years later. So this is not a new release. But no one's talking about that. Everybody's acting like it's brand new. That's why I'm so confused. Dude, you know... What do you mean you're confused? You preach the reason why this is a thing every day. We all live in a simulation. That's true. This is a simulation, and that's all there is to know about this. So wait, was it reimagined? Like, is this like one of those Pharrell, Pharrell Williams remixes or something? Uh, so this is uh, uh, the origin and history. This has a Wikipedia page, by the way, which is amazing. <laughs> and neither do either of us. How do you feel now? Baby Shark originated from a campfire song. See, so I was right. Some sources have mentioned traditional myths as a basis. Others uh, cite camping origins from the mid-20th century and see it as possibly developed by camp counselors inspired by the movie Jaws. It became a campfire song where each member of a family of sharks is introduced with different hand motions, different versions of the song, has the sharks hunting fish, eating a sailor, or even killing people when they all go to heaven. So I guess this is the portion of the church part of the okay. uh, Bible camp. So this is, I guess, a, a symbol, symbolism for uh, resurrection, I, I suppose. Okay. Various entities have copyrighted original videos and sound recordings of the song, and some have tried to trademark merchandise based on the version. However, according to the New York Times, the underlying song and characters are to believed to be in the public domain. Okay, so you cannot get a copyright for Baby Shark, what? unfortunately. Really? So now uh, there's been um, all sorts of versions of this. I am shook. This, this is blowing my absolute mind. So now it says uh, this has taken off since 2016 when Pinkfong, <laughs> who is a South Korean education company, turned it into a video that spread virally through social media, online video, and radio. In wow. November 2020, Pinkfong's version became the most viewed video on the history of YouTube. Eight billion views. Take that, Bieber. My God. 
I don't know what's going to happen. And then there's Creed sitting with 10,000 views. What did uh, what did the meme I read over the weekend, by the way, the fact that I'm referencing a meme also makes me want to vomit. But, <laughs> uh, I think that the meme was, now that I'm older, I understand why Noah only took animals on the ark. <laughs> If you're one of the 8 billion people that watched Baby Shark, I'm sorry. I have so many different things you could watch that would be so much better for your mind. But, you know, teach their own. If you like your dogs and your chocolate and your Baby Sharks, you go right ahead. Yeah, that's 99.9% of all of society, Coulter. I I understand. And probably extraterrestrial societies as well. That's right. Well, you know, I... uh, Maybe I'm the one that's on the outside looking in here. I think that might be the case. NBA playoffs are happening right now. (laughs) Oh, man, this is a fun show. I'm so glad to have you back in the seat, Tommy. Uh, Tonight, uh, I guess about 20 minutes ago, actually, the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers tipped off. This is a pivotal game four uh, between these two squads. Uh, Philadelphia leads this series 2-1. to one. It was a good response by Philly to get the two wins after Atlanta actually handled the 76ers in the first game of this series. Uh, early on, only about two and a half minutes in, the Hawks lead 5-2, to two, but this is definitely a pivotal game. If the Hawks could even the series, that puts a lot of pressure on the Philadelphia 76ers. And I do think this is the first time that this group for Philly has had that pressure. There was the sort of process that they went through where they tanked relentlessly to get multiple number one picks. Then they got those number one picks, and at least two of them in Joel Embiid and um, Ben Simmons have panned out. And so uh, now Embiid was in NBA, excuse me, MVP form all year long. And uh, that helped the 76ers get the one seed out of the East. But I do think if they had their backs against the wall against a loose, high-flying, confident, and nothing-to-lose Atlanta Hawks team, it could influence the way that they navigate the rest of this series, and I would be fascinated to see how this 76ers team performs under pressure. By the way, during this show, just about an hour ago, the NBA released their all-defensive teams. The first team includes Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz, Ben Simmons of the 76ers, Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks, and Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks. The second team includes Bam Adebayo, of the Miami Heat, as well as Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat, one Joel Embiid of the 76ers, Matisse Thibel, and Kawhi Leonard is your second team. So it's always funny to me. There's always so much debate over the first and second team All-NBA squads, as well as the MVP voting, but there's almost never any debate over the All-Defensive squads. It's almost always cut and dry. That's exactly how it should have been. Those teams are perfect. There is no argument over uh, if they got it right or wrong. They got it right. Those teams are absolutely perfect. That's exactly how you would vote it. I think that if you were to see the ballot, I bet you that it was almost chalk in terms of who got votes for NBA all-defensive teams. So um, interesting to see the way that that uh, always plays out, the fact that if offense is involved, there's a lot of uh, subjective stuff. If it's defense, it's almost always objective. So uh, it seems uh, way less arguing, way less talk radio fodder when it comes to the all-NBA teams. The other game tonight features the Utah Jazz at the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers made quite an adjustment. They moved Paul George on the ball, so he's playing the one quite frequently, and that resulted in a 132-106 to win over the weekend, and uh, that was the first win by L.A., so they helped that helped draw the series to 2-1. to one. Utah is leading this series. The Jazz, I don't know. I wouldn't say they're quite in trouble yet because they still do have a 2-1 lead, but Mike Conley remains out. That hurts them because that's their starting point guard. But uh, Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell also 
uh, is having a time. He, he is going to be a game-time decision tonight. Uh, 8, 8 p.m. tip, by the way. But Mitchell's been struggling with an ankle injury, and uh, he tweaked it in the last game uh, towards the end. I guess it was game two towards the end after he had a, a great performance. He has become... They, the commentators have been saying he's a blossoming superstar. Well, this guy's a superstar. He just plays in Salt Lake City, so he plays in a small market. But this dude is absolutely a superstar. He had 45 in Game 1, 37 in Game 2, and then 30 the other night. And so even though he is playing on a slightly busted ankle, uh, he um, certainly is getting the job done. But I just I don't buy the, the blossoming superstar. Donovan Mitchell's a superstar. And... Uh, if he can help the Utah Jazz get over the hump tonight, it would further uh, solidify that notion. That game, by the way, 8 p.m. tip. Tomorrow, going to be a fun show. Chad Dundas swinging by the show again. He made his Nuana's Now debut last Thursday. We talked all things combat sports, and uh, now he's back in the fold to help us recap UFC 263, which took place on Saturday. It was an awesome uh, event. Israel Adesanya, man, one of the best athletes on the planet, period. The middleweight champion of the world was just dominant, and it was uh, a very fun event to watch. Also, Brandon Moreno uh, winning the flyweight title, a very, very cool moment, a guy that came from nothing. He's the first Mexican, first native of Mexico to win the a, a UFC title of any sort, which is a big deal because Mexican culture has been um, gravitating towards combat sports for a long time. There's been very many outstanding Mexican boxers, but none that have ever made it in the MMA ranks. And um, so Brandon Moreno breaking through and winning the flyweight title. A big deal for him, his family, uh, his country, and the sport as a whole. So Chad Dundas will join us for the first hour tomorrow to talk all things UFC and MMA. If you missed anything in this show, it was a very fun show. Brooks Dumont at SkyOnSportsMT.com swung by to talk Jocelyn Tinkle, Connor Wood, and the NBA playoffs. We also recapped my experience at the Missoula Sports Card and Memorabilia Show over the weekend and gave you an update on Montana's continued domination in the Montana-Wyoming Midland Roundtable All-Star Basketball Series. We also talked to Tanner Huff, the newest Montana Grizz football recruit uh, from Butte, Montana. Talking about him just killing it at the Class AA Track and Field State Championships and that earning him a opportunity with the Montana football team. I can't even finish what I'm trying to say because this is going to just make me go insane. But regardless, we also talked Duncan Hamilton and Lucy Corbett as well as Christina Aragon at the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships as well. You got Plus, 15 seconds, Burkoff, Missoula native who is an Olympic hopeful. If you missed anything in the show, you can find it on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, Ten the seconds. Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. Back at it, 4 p.m. tomorrow. See you then. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.